Namaskar. So, Congresswoman Ilan Omar is going to be visiting Pakistan. In fact, she's already in Pakistan today, and she's going to be the guest from United States in the swearing-in ceremony of uh, the uh, Sheba Sharif government. And from what we know, the foreign minister is going to be Bilawal Bhutto, the grandson of Bhutto, Zulfikar Ali Bhutto. And uh, his deputy is going to be Hina Rabani Khan. Here's a very interesting thing here. Hina Rabani Khan started out as the secretary, uh, the Minister of State for Foreign Affairs with somebody under somebody else. That somebody else quit. Then the post was vacant for some time. And then she became the foreign minister. And now she's back to being Bilawal Bhutto's deputy. You know, I'm not saying this, but you should look up the two. There are some controversies surrounding them also. Well, what I see here is history repeating itself. It was under Zulfikar Ali Bhutto as a foreign minister that Pakistan decidedly took a turn for the worse, especially vis-a-vis -vis Bangladesh or what turned out to be Bangladesh. So let's just set, thing, set that thing aside for a second. Why is Ilan Omar here? Why isn't anybody else of substance from the United States representing the US? Or is she there in her personal capacity? We don't know, but we do know he'll, she will take some swipes at the Modi government, at India, at Hindus, and she will not say a single word about the atrocities to minorities being committed in Pakistan. Let's take this, get this thing clear, folks. There's going to be no difference as far as the health, the safety and security of the minorities in Pakistan, just because there is a new sheriff, pardon my pun, in town. But be, it, be that as it may, the establishment comes back again, turns, tends to flex its arms. And you can be sure that another general will occupy the gaddi of uh, Bajwa and life will just go on. So now let's take a quick look at all the controversies surrounding Ilhan Omar and why I think that this move of Pakistan government to invite her, I don't know if she, if they invited her or if she invited herself. I don't think she would have invited herself. They would have probably invited her. So let's just take a quick look at the different controversies that are surrounding Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar was born in Somalia in 1982. She landed in a refugee camp in 1991 in Kenya, and in 1995, she came to the United States as a refugee. Now, in five years, she becomes a U.S. citizen. What a quick path here. See, this is where I have a bit of a beef with United States rules and regulations. Many students who come to the United States under, uh, you know, study visa, then go on to take up jobs and then they get into what is called as an H-1 program that lasts for years. Then the company that they are working for sponsors them for a green card. Then there is an even longer wait. By the time they get their green card, from the time they land in United States, we're talking 22, 25 years. And yet, when you come in as a refugee, everything is fast-tracked. And to become a citizen, it's a further five years. You have to show that you lived for five years in the United States as a permanent resident before you become eligible for citizenship. Well, good for her. In 2000, she is already a U.S. citizen. In 2002, she marries Ahmed Hirsi, and it's a Muslim marriage, meaning it is not recorded in the 
state records as far as uh, civil marriage is concerned. Now, today, the way it works in the United States is you can have a Hindu wedding, you can have a Christian wedding, you can have a Muslim wedding. It doesn't matter. What does matter is the wedding has to be recorded in the state, whether it is city hall. There's a process for this. Every state has a process. It's slightly different from state to state. What is important is that you have to make your marriage official. So usually what happens is the marriage takes place and somebody is ordained as a person who's going to say, I declare these two, I certify under oath that I'm declaring these two as a husband and wife. Then he signs it and then that gets certified and uploaded to the city administration and they that becomes your record because that is used in case there is any investigation happening afterwards when you are uh, filing taxes or property rights what have you so establishment of marriage is a very important thing so what has happened in 2002 is she had a muslim marriage but she did not report it to the authorities next she divorces her in 2008 why you ask watch the next slide this is where things get really interesting. In 2009, she marries her own brother, Ahmed Ilmi, and this is an official marriage, meaning that the marriage certificate exists for this. And you know why? Because she wanted him, as well as herself, to go and study at the state's expense. So they both enrolled in North Dakota State University, and along with them, the former husband, Hirsi, and her two children. Everybody comes and stays in the same dorm from where both uh, Ilhan and her brother, new husband, uh, are getting their degrees. So there is a lot of interesting stuff that happens here. Very difficult to explain what happened. But the divorce happens, again, in Muslim way, right after they finish their degrees. So one could say, wait a minute, all this was done as a sham so that she could bring him in to the United States, get him in a, a green card, then they both go to NDSU, they get their degrees there, and then immediately after that, purpose served, he has got his own degree and he's got a green card, boom, I'm hereby divorcing you. But how does it work? See, Ilhan Omar's family is three sisters and one brother. So she ended up marrying her own brother, same husband, uh, same father, same mother. There are no stepmother stuff here, nothing, just straight. And, and how does that work? How does that work? She's yet to give an explanation on what exactly happened there. Now, what happens? In 2012, she reunites with her first husband, Ahmed Harsi, and has a third child. And in 2016, she's elected a congresswoman in the state of Minnesota. Not in the US Congress, but in the state of Minnesota. And then... She's, I guess somebody tells her, hey, listen, you need to clean up a lot of these things. You can't just have airy-fairy stuff. So, so remember, she got married with Elmi in 2009. That is the legal marriage. That is, that is uh, you know, registered in the, in the archives in the state of Minnesota. Then she formally divorces him in 2017. So, Isabrava, right? Married, divorced. So, in 2018... She marries her original husband in a city wedding and records that. Now, what happens? She also becomes a congresswoman for the first time in 2018. And she has again become a congresswoman in 2020. In 2018, she um, goes to Congress and she is having this political consultant called Tim Minot, with whom she has an affair. And once this becomes public, Mr. 
फिर से ऑफिशियली डिवोर्सेस हर अगेन सो इन 2019 शी इज डिवोर्स फ्रॉम हर फर्स्ट हस्बैंड एंड इन 2020 शी मैरीज दिस टिम माइनेड पर्सन एंड देयर इज अनदर लॉसुट गोइंग ऑन बिटवीन हिम एंड हिज एक्स वाइफ दैट्स अ मैटर फॉर अ डिफरेंट डे सो व्हाट आर ऑल द चार्जेस on which ilhan omar could be prosecuted i'm not saying will be but these are all the different things that don't add up now i'm going to give you a bunch of explanation references you can take a look at it it's much research topic this is the first time maybe all of you are coming to know about it but this is a well researched topic perjury that means lying second immigration fraud i told you what the immigration fraud was to uh, to bring in uh, her own brother to to uh, in an illegal way marriage fraud because remember i told you there were you know there was one marriage and there is a second marriage in between then this goes away this comes in god my head spins then there is federal and stack state tax fraud what is that because when you are filing taxes and if you are filing taxes jointly you get a lot of benefits then if she married let's go back to the first screen here if she married ahmed hirsi as a muslim marriage basically then that is not recognized by the state so then she cannot file joint taxes so what happens there so there are many such questions the federal also is a crime state also because you file two separate sets of taxes one for the federal and one for the state so there is a problem there then when she brought her own brother in and married and they went to school at ndsu this is basically built on lies that could be student loan fraud because they got a lot of benefits for doing all these things and then the most important thing bigamy which is being married to more than one person at the same time so all these things are still swirling around we don't know what the status of investigation at the federal bureau of investigation is we don't know do like share and subscribe to our channel and do not forget to click on the bell button for notifications namaskar